Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Destructo Discourse. This is episode 8 of a Dragon Ball Z rewatch podcast. I am your host, Tyler, and I am joined by Melissa. Hello. Jason. Hello. Matt. Hi. And Gordy. Hey. How's it going, guys? Good. 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 Feeling it. Actually, it's not so great for me because of these episodes. <laughs> you didn't like not, these ones? Not what your favorite? The They're here. We got been, to the good been bit. been building up to this for like nine, eight weeks. Mm-hmm. I'll explain when we get there. Now we're here. There was a lot of emotion going on in this batch. On this show, we are watching the entirety of Dragon Ball Z, start to finish. Some of us are watching the Funimation dub. At least one of us has been watching the subs. Or did you switch over, Melissa? Oh, I hopped back and forth like mid-episode. Okay. So you're you're getting the full coverage. Yeah. You're doing research. Yeah. Comparing notes. <laughs> I'm on it. You're putting in an actual commitment to this. <laughs> uh, which I definitely appreciate. <laughs> and we watch three episodes per recording so that we can get through it uh, pretty quickly. This week we are watching episodes 22, 23, and 24. Before we begin, though, we like to, we like to do a little... Little chit chat, little loose talk about uh, some Dragon Ball topics, just to get warmed up and and to sort of break up talking about the episodes every week. Uh, what did you guys want to talk about this week? I've actually been uh, thinking about making a little game. Oh, yeah. It involves a page of the Dragon Ball Wiki uh, that I have become a big, big fan of. So there is a page on the Dragon Ball Wiki called "List of Deaths in the Dragon Ball Series," and it drills down to very very specific detail, such as... What are we talking about? Are we talking about, like, Krillin? Well, see, that's Krillin the game. Krillin a couple times. Krillin a couple times. Cell does it. That's it, right? That's the whole list. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> My You're dude. right. I forgot Yamcha. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> um, no, here's my favorite part. If we go back way to the beginning, to Dragon Ball... It drills down to the point where the first death recorded is a giant fish that Kid Goku catches and eats. Oh, <laughs> like the first ten seconds of the show. This is going to be a long, uh, a long wiki page because Goku does a lot of that when he's little. True and big. very true. He is a he is a murderous child, up to and including some some centipedes that he eats at some point. It's a vegan friendly uh, death list. It seems to be. Like how do there. Okay, there are times in this show where whole planets blow up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does everybody get a page? Don't get ahead are of the me. movies part of this list too. Uh, maybe. Uh, it's a very, very long list. So here's the game. Yeah, what's your game? Uh, my game is. It's called. Uh, let's see. It's called. <laughs> Have they done died yet? <laughs> Have they done died yet? I'm gonna give you a character, and you gotta tell me. Did they die yet? Oh, okay. Ooh. Like in the current timeline. Yeah. As far sure. as I'm aware. Did they die? Yeah. Alright. So so fish, yes. <laughs> fish confirmed. I'm gonna give you guys some that's easy our, ones. That's our freebie bingo square. Exactly. Fish. <laughs> I'm gonna give y'all some easy ones to start out with. Uh, how about uh, Chatsu? <laughs> uh, in the current timeline, yes. He died, died. Yeah, he died. 
He died not just... He, he done. Well, he also died, like, back in the Dragon Ball, right? Right. Who Correct. done died him? Who done died him? He was died by King Piccolo. Not Piccolo, but, like, the first Piccolo. King Wrinkle. <laughs> Elder uh, Green. <laughs> Elder Green. <laughs> Here's another one for you. How about Launch? She done died yet? Yeah, I think so. Did she? Did I think I... in Dragon Ball. Did she die? I don't think so. Not I don't, I don't remember her dying in Dragon Ball. Jason, clear it up. All but right. the Red Ribbon Army's very long. <laughs> to date, she has not died. Okay. I Ooh. thought Piccolo got her, too. Is that the she girl that spared. sneezes and her hair changes? Yeah. Since I wasn't here when you guys covered the episode. Um, they don't explain her at all Nuh-uh. in Dragon Ball Z. So uh, I had to ask a friend, like, what the hell is up with this woman that sneezes so, and her hair color changes? <laughs> with launch? She's the first Super Saiyan. Yeah. <laughs> In a manner of speaking, you are correct. Yeah. That's what I was super confused about, because I don't remember her at all from my Z experience, but I know tangentially of her a little bit from Dragon Ball, from what yeah. very little I've seen. <laughs> no offense to Launch or Launch fans, there's not a lot to know past what you see. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's kind of just that shtick every sneeze, time she shows up. angry, sneeze, happy, that's it. She- She's kind of a carryover from the Doctor Slump sense of humor. Uh, that was that was the one of the first ones Akira Toriyama did. Correct. One of the first serials. Week it's to week. definitely his first like big success. And it was all gag humor, all right. jokes and slapstick. Should I come up with one more? They don't launch. Yet? Uh, launch also gets to be a little Sundere towards Tien, but that's the only development that she gets, unfortunately. <laughs> that's super true. Yeah, give us one more. All right, let me think. Let me think here. Get no Goku's already. That's pretty easy. Um, Is Sabretooth Tiger listed? Oh yeah, give me. <laughs> let me see. Uh, no, I don't see a Sabretooth Tiger. Yeah, that fool gets to live the whole show. Survivability. He was heartbroken, but he lives. Can you call that living? How about uh, Tien Shinhan? He did that yet? Ooh, how much Ooh. do we want to give away? <laughs> Well, in the current timeline, before the episodes that we're watching. Right. Well, the answer is, yeah. Up to now. Mm. Yeah, he did done, he in Dragon Ball? He did he? Did he die in Dragon Ball? I thought it was just Chaozu. I don't recall. Did he not die from using the evil containment wave? Man, I am Against so fuzzy on Dragon Ball right now. King Piccolo? Listed up here, uh, to date, he has not died yet. Oh, he survived it. Yeah. It was Roshi who died. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's when okay. Roshi died. The first time. Yeah. All right. Well, that was my um, maybe a name pending. Yeah. <laughs> game show. I feel it. You're all winners yeah. in my book. Participation trophies. <laughs> all around. Everybody gets a coupon for a free ice cream. It's a hoodsie cup. Don't go nuts. It's a what? It's a New England thing, apparently. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I couldn't tell you about that. No. Do you guys want to talk about fan fiction real quick? Yeah, Please. go for it. Hell yeah. You got a related one, you said? I do have a related one. Uh, Melissa, in past episodes of this podcast, uh, I have started to recount my myriad fanfiction characters that I created as a young a young person enjoying Dragon Ball Z. Oh, boy. So far, I've covered uh, Yamcha's illegitimate daughter, Wolf, with an E. Uh-huh. <laughs> and a half-Saiyan, half-Namekian named Helix. That they encounter on the planet Namek. Uh, I was going for a snail thing because that's that's how they do. This week I have even more secret Saiyans that nobody knew about. <gasps> Tell me. I have a pair, and I I'm sorry, 
as a child, I broke a cardinal Dragon Ball rule. I did not name them after vegetables. <gasps> you were I was a still, shitty child then. I was a shitty child. I'm a shitty adult, and I was a shitty child. Because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I haven't decided to retcon it. I, I will maintain this history. Uh, I was on an animal kick, so the two Saiyans were named Fox, like Guy Fox, and Lynx with a Y. Big fan. They were two secret assassins that Frieza hired to go take care of Vegeta and Nappa after hearing about the Dragon Balls. That's pretty fucking cool. So they, they interrupt the Saiyan saga in my fan fiction, and then everybody teams up to fight them instead. You got some pretty good fan fiction going on. That's pretty <laughs> rad. I've been thinking about possible fan characters now as a grown-ass adult. Uh-huh, because of this show? Yes. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry for what it. I've done to you. What have you done to me? I was happy with my tiny Voltorb <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> I have a question. Does Nappa yeah. survive? Yeah. That, that encounter? Yeah. Good. Yeah, it's before before Nappa's taken care of. Mm. <laughs> so everybody switches sides. And Lynx was uh, basically just Vegeta, but with orange hair and black streaks. So right. he was the like Shadow a, the like, Hedgehog of Shadow the Hedgehog? Yeah, like his hair was supposed to look like a tiger, <laughs> but he was named Lynx. Oh, Even big fan. Shadow. Fox wore Vegeta's armor, except his tights were green, because it was my favorite color. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also just looked like Duo Maxwell from Gundam Wing. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> like, I, I straight up just stole that hairstyle and put it on yes! a Saiyan boy. <laughs> I mean, it's the best hairstyle. You should animate. Capcom stole it too. You should animate so some put... of these. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm in love. If it's if it's good enough for Street Fighter to steal, then you can you can have it. <laughs> there you go, Melissa. Did you did you want to share any of your fan fiction as a, oh. as a young adult oh, or boy. as a young person rather, <laughs> or an adult? We don't judge. Uh, or an adult? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna judge when they were invented. I, <laughs> I never wrote any DBZ fan fiction, but I'm gonna start. Yeah. I encourage it. Yeah, you report on that next week. Mm-hmm. I had uh, fan characters for um, uh, Street Fighter, <laughs> which I was mm-hmm. a big fan of. Ooh. And um, and then me and some friends had our own Sailor Moon-inspired fan fiction comic that I made. Did it have a title? Uh, Guardians of Terra, T-E-R-A-H. Mm. <laughs> mm. Solid. That sounds like a young adult novel. <laughs> it probably could be. Uh, <laughs> maybe we should revisit that. Tyler, does your fan fiction still exist on the internet somewhere? Oh no, I never posted it. That oh. was where I was smart. They were just word documents on my PC. You should. Can you? Can you? Are they still giving out like new live journal accounts? You I could. Get, I could try. Yeah, you should just get a live journal account and yeah. uh, post it there. I got time. <laughs> Just write up some some juicy new fanfic. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I had fanfic that I saved onto a floppy drive. <laughs> That's real. It's a cursed object. I, I don't <laughs> know. In a tomb somewhere. I have no clue where it is. I don't have a, any computer nearby that can read it, but <laughs> it was Star Fox fanfic. Oh, boy. That I made when I was eight. Where, oh, boy. Where? That is guaranteed good material. It's fantastic, if I remember it. I would absolutely read eight-year-old space opera. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a genre that is ripe for... It's a good pitch. Yeah, some solid storytelling. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, how about we get into the episodes this week? We are covering episodes 22, 23, and 24 this week. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, first up is episode 22. The English title is The Darkest Day. Japanese title for this one is Unbelievable, the Cybermen Born from the Soil. Mm. <laughs> it's like a haiku. It's very poetic. Put a little pepper on this one. Oh, this came out two days after my birthday in Japan. In in Japan? Yeah. Congrats to you. You are older than Cybermen. <laughs> For whatever that's worth. I didn't realize you're actually two days younger than me. Really? Yeah. <gasps> We're like twins. <laughs> you guys could do the fusion dance. <laughs> <laughs> With relative success. Oh, oh boy. Uh, I have the episode starting off with a man in a hat that says Max yelling, Alien! <laughs> yeah. It's well, a very jarring start. He got it in one. Correct. And Vegeta and Nappa are still striking their poses from last week, looking around, trying to decide what they want to do. Vegeta's always looking up at Nappa with just, like, the shittiest smirk on his head. <laughs> I can't... And they always showcase them from that angle where you just see him under the chin and he's like, Nappa. <laughs> That's his entire emotion right now is smirk. Mm-hmm. Yep. All he's got programmed right now. Oh, you know why? That was my first that was my first note that I believe I messaged Tyler as soon as I started watching <laughs> that I was gonna spend thirty minutes discussing how sad I was about the uh, the voice actor change. From the Ocean Dub. This stretch of episodes is kind of a bummer. I am a very big Vegeta fan. He's my number one guy in this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as like character arcs and development go. And the the, the path that he takes. Uh, this is kind of tough to get through. Just based on how they recorded it. Funimation. Just a little bit of backstory on their, their situation at the time. Yeah. Uh, they started midway through Planet Namek is when they got the, the license from Saban to start dubbing. Okay. So they were doing the voices over there, and then in 2005-ish, they had to go back and re-record everything up to that point. So that was the ocean dub that, we're, that we grew up with with Toonami, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Up until the, the Funimation switch in right. Planet Namek. The ocean dub is Brian Drummond, and, uh, and then the... the uh... Funimation is Christopher Sabat? Sabat. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as like 8,000 other people in Dragon Ball. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, so going going backwards and trying to. Like, they didn't. It's They didn't get to start the character here, so I feel like Chris was having a hard time, like, striking the tone that he wanted with Vegeta at this point. Yeah. And it's just. It's just kind of sounds sleepy. There's nothing like a little fireworks when you say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And not like he <laughs> like he was trying to be more menacing than Vegeta ends up being later, where he's petulant, which is where I like him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Brian Drummond brought a certain kind of like insanity <laughs> to the character. Yeah. That was oh, really yeah. appreciated mm-hmm. at the time. How can this be? I don't understand. I'm a super elite. That does it. That's it. This planet is history. Yeah, I mean, we we uh, discussed this um, in a different episode, I believe, where the court of public opinion really holds Drummond in favor for the earlier arcs when we've got younger, snarky Evil Vegeta. Vegeta. Yeah. yeah, where he's cartoonishly evil. Right, and then they really like the older, more detailed, chiseled uh, Vegeta to be uh, uh, Chris. When he starts to get a little, like, a, a couple extra emotions thrown in every once in a while. <laughs> Yeah. It's getting big boy emotions. <laughs> yeah. 
no offense to Christopher because his he's doing lovely. It's just in my heart. Yeah. Brian Drummond is my Vegeta. I will always appreciate his surfer Yamcha. <laughs> I don't even remember Ocean Yamcha. There's no such thing as Ocean Yamcha. <laughs> he washed away with the waves. Uh, back to the episode. Uh, Nappa lifts up two fingers and a whole city is gone. Viewable yeah, I, from space, even. I wrote yeah. down, there's like four cities. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Four big ones. So he, he destroyed... The cardinal directions. Yeah, he just destroyed... It, I think it, they said it's East City. Yes. Yeah, right. later on we find out that this was East City. Yeah, so he, he destroyed one of four major cities. So what like what percentage of the population on Earth did he kill? Uh, if we're watching the ocean dub, he killed nobody because it was an abandoned warehouse district. What? <laughs> and Vegeta, Vegeta makes special note. Too bad it's Sunday. Those buildings would have been filled up tomorrow. Because he knows about Earth's weekends. <laughs> yeah, they, they went out of their way to not shit. Like, instead of saying people died in the ocean dub, they were sent to another dimension. Maybe you won't be such a disappointment in the next dimension. I always liked that better. What? That always <laughs> sounded so much scarier than death to me. They got sent <laughs> like to you the are shadow being sent realm? to the next dimension. Yeah. Is that What does that even mean? I mean, there's some they yeah, in getting way ahead of things, but in, in yeah. super, it's like a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, kind of. Yeah, is that where that that weird multi-dimensional shift line comes from on, I the, had that on down. the TV because that like that doesn't make sense what's that they uh on like the the newscast that Roshi mm-hmm. and Bulma and uh um, oh maybe that they're poking fun at that I don't the, know and the terrible animals are watching yeah <laughs> um, they, they say something like like there was a white light that w- might have been some kind of multi-dimensional shift yeah is that, is that a reference that might be. I, I didn't think about that, but that might be poking a little bit of fun at the original mm. translation. It's, it kind of sticks out as like a weird line. I had to rewind it because I was like, what What? What did he just say? Yeah. Uh, Nappa hopes that the dead people are impressed by his display. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, I, w- I wanted to say real quick about that. Um, Nappa is attacked just now. Yeah. Uh, if you do, if you see him do that, you you wonder to yourself, oh no, what will happen if Nappa uses that attack against the Z Warriors? Uh-huh. Don't don't worry, he never uses it again. <laughs> well, there's only like three guys. That's his city <laughs> attack. <laughs> he, that's his that's uh, his warehouse attack. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sends them all into another dimension. Mm, I don't see you that don't... on his uh, his dbmoves.wikia page. Two I believe finger, it's called a two finger giant... warehouse attack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they call it giant explosion wave. Why do they call everything yeah. waves here? Vegeta, on the other hand, hopes that one of the balls didn't get blown up in that city. Yeah, he scolds because he remembers what they came for, and he knows that they need seven of them. And what if one of them is gone now forever? <laughs> oh, I did think did, of that. He didn't sweat it too hard, though. Is that a possibility? Like, are they that? Are they fragile? As far as we know, outside of GT, I don't think they ever break, right? I have. Correct. I don't remember them being destructible in any way. Yeah, I think they are technically indestructible. I, I think they. I think that's correct. They can be made dormant or inert, mm. but those are those are different methods than destroying the balls themselves. Vegeta says, "Let's find the strongest guy on this planet because he killed Raditz." Nappa quickly looks around. 
with the scouter and finds a strong power and decides that one's definitely the strongest and they start flying off in that direction. Jason, yeah, we get a little bit of fashion. Oh, with Bulma? Bulma's got a new look already. Yes, girl. She's got the blue polo. It's pretty great. Looks, <laughs> it looks kind of like a tennis outfit. She was hoping for a quick game. It's a very yeah. sporty outfit to be watching the end of the world in. <laughs> She's like, listen, if I'm going to be going into other world, I'm going to be going just for the weather, just for the occasion. <laughs> While I sit here and watch a tiny TV in a pervert's house. <laughs> well, here's the thing. She was trying to leave, right? Yeah. She grabbed that scouter, which she had put together on her own, mm-hmm. that she was planning to take to the fight. Yeah, then, that's true. She was she was dressed to move. Well, at the very least, be of some weird use with she, with her with her tech savvy. Mm-hmm. But then the other uh, horrible animals in the house <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of hold her back and say, "Nope, <laughs> you're gonna get yourself killed." We cut back over to the Saiyans flying around. They are doing, like, stunts and stuff in the air, or at least Nappa, Nappa is. is. just having a blast flying through the clouds. Yeah, I, I wrote down that he feels fucking stoked in this <laughs> ten times less gravity than he's used to. Right. He feels like <laughs> a kid he again. He is lighter than a feather. They've also been sitting in those little pods for a year yes, <laughs> on their true. way over, and they are they are probably really psyched to get out and just stretch. Stretch them proud Saiyan Gans. And if we have the other Saiyans to go by, Nappa probably also has the mentality of a child. Back on planet Vegeta, they were like the dumbkins or whatever <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. The Saiyans. I'm just now realizing that Nappa and Raditz, who were sent off on a mission with Vegeta, and that's why they all survived together, the three of them are kind of like Malfoy, Crab, and Goyle. Oh, <laughs> Holy shit. Like, we got the snarky little shitbird. And his two idiots uh, minions <laughs> tagging along. That's where JK got Which it makes from. makes Goku Harry Potter. Uh-huh. The boy who lived. Yep. Oh, God. It's a lot of parallels. I really want to see the adventures of, of Vegeta, Nappa, and Raditz. I would love to see that. I'm sad that we get so little of it. Yeah. Even in, like, the extended, like, Bardock <laughs> movie and stuff like that. Roshi just shakes Goku. Did you summon the dragon turn on? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the Seven Dragon Balls, Harry? I think you just uncovered a, a big mass conspiracy that, that Harry Potter is just Dragon Ball fanfiction. That J.K. Rowling stole Harry Potter from Toriyama? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sitting in an English pub writing Dragon Ball fanfiction on a napkin. <laughs> like, wait, I just called them wizards, I can publish this. <laughs> Magic is just key levels of uh, reproportion. Instead exactly. of Kamehameha, I'll call it Expelliarmus. Avada Kamehameha. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, news crews are fast on the scene at East City. Perhaps Boy, to their ow. detriment. Yeah, Gordy, you pointed out something interesting. They, Yeah, these they have like a science team there who are in hazmat suits, and they, they're like scanning the crater, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one yeah, of them, I noticed this too. Yeah, one of them says, like, wow, it's reading hot, and there are a yeah. lot of people standing around without hazmat suits. <laughs> yeah. Is it- yeah. I was like, I don't know enough about uh, uh, radiation to know what this means, but I feel like it's bad. It sounds bad. You think it's from, like, the, the energy blast? Do you think, like, the key explosions are giving off some radioactivity? I think it's from the space pods traveling through space. Oh, just picking it up from the cosmic. Yeah. Yeah, because when they go to examine the space pods, their their little things go wild. 
Uh, Yajirobe shows up to check out the pods. Why, I don't know. Well, it's gotta be doing something. He, yeah, I, I did not Our question like how he Yajirobe. got separated <laughs> from everybody else, but he did. Yeah. It's his default state. Mm-hmm. Is separated from separated. everyone else. <laughs> doing his own thing. Yes. Actively avoiding anyone. Uh, we have a new dog cop. <laughs> Whom... Different from the last one. Uh, and he he pulls a gun on Yajirobe. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, never thought to investigate the two mysterious space pods mm-hmm. in the middle yeah, I... of the destruction pile. <laughs> I said this to Gordy as we were watching together. There are exactly two things of interest in this empty field, and nobody <laughs> has looked at them yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's the great part, though. Yajirobe, with a gun turned on him explains that what the pods are, these these creatures called Saiyans come to Earth, ready to blow up the planet, and nobody believes him except for this one reporter in the back. Yeah, the, I like that as well. That the camera yeah. is slowly zooming in on. I'm going to call him Paul, and his mind okay. is blown open. You you can see the gears turning. Yeah, it's a, it's a game of hearts and minds that Yajirobe's playing. <laughs> yeah. He calls himself part of a secret task force. Those exact words. Uh-huh. Yep. There's there's a line Yajirobe uses while negotiating with uh, the newsman that that I particularly related to, which was money I don't really need, but hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's a simple man. <laughs> I, will, I was very proud of him for not being willing to work for exposure. <laughs> yeah, you want the story? Like, pay up. Somebody needs to sit that boy down and tell him money can become hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Just money, the bit yeah. from the Simpsons. He needs, yeah, he needs a Homer Simpson moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as these reporters come up to uh, investigate Yajirobe and, um, and bribe the story out of him, Yajirobe quickly and swiftly becomes drunk with power. <laughs> It does go to his head really fast. <laughs> From zero to buy me dinner. It's really suspicious. Like, he's acting very shady. This might be the most and only time he gets so much solo screen time, and he probably knows that. It's Z, yes. He's milking it. I mean, even in Dragon Ball, he was always paired up with Goku. That's true, that's true. Like, this is Yajirobe's time to shine, <laughs> is to get a bunch of hot dogs and spew some shit on the news. Uh, one thing I made note of is the ins- is that the uh, the fucking dog cop hands over his badge, <laughs> which he says to Yadru will apparently get him some free donuts. Didn't you know that about cops? Yeah, he's a cop now. Yadru <laughs> yeah. is now an officer of the law. <laughs> this does not bode well. We go over to Big Green and Gohan, uh, who are waiting as they sense the Saiyans approaching them. They notice there's a third power, and they're they're confused by that. There's a third one? Uh, a third Saiyan? Yeah, a third this, Saiyan. This is absurd. It's high praise, because it ends up being Krillin. Yeah, it's yeah. wrong, is what it is. <laughs> like, I, I don't believe that Piccolo would confuse Krillin for a Saiyan. Well, what he knows well, about Saiyans is Raditz. Yeah. That is true. Okay. And as we find out momentarily, Krillin is about Raditz level right now, mm-hmm. number-wise. The Saiyans show up, and it's a twitchy eyebrow showdown. We get a big pan over Nappa's biceps. I, I do have, real quick, I have a report from the uh, Japanese version. When Krillin shows up, there's a quick exchange about Goku, and, like, where's Goku? Why isn't Goku here yet? Or, like, or maybe Gohan doesn't doesn't know that he's coming yet, or something mm-hmm. like that. 
Goku is not mentioned at all in the Japanese version. It's they're just wow. ex- they're just excited to meet Krillin. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, bud. This is a question I wanted to ask you all. Have you ever, in fear, twitched your eyebrows in this way? Um, I'm tr- like this is an anime trope I've never understood. I'm trying it now and it's not working. I don't think I've ever ever done it. No. Like I, I get I get the sort of shifty, uh, shaky animation to show that they are trembling, but they yeah. always specifically do it with the eyebrows very heavily. Oh. And it's not a, a muscle movement that I'm familiar with yeah. as a human. It's not enjoyable. I'm trying it. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> no, it's not working. This makes for great radio. <laughs> yeah. Now everybody who's listening is also trying it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the home game for listeners. If anybody out there naturally does this, please let us know. Do this in public, please. please. Tweet us. <laughs> I forget which saying, but one of them, I think maybe Nappa, points out that the green one's from Namek. Mm. He says it very nonchalantly, too. Yeah. Oh, that guy, he's from Namek. Yeah. <laughs> Piccolo's mind is blown. When you used to Piccolo. <laughs> and then Vegeta throws him a little uh, dog treat and says, yes, very good, Nappa. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I guess now we're getting into semantics, because technically, isn't Piccolo, didn't, didn't that little egg... Thing get spat out on Earth? Yeah, technically he is an Earthling. Earth citizenship. Did King Piccolo <laughs> come from space? King Piccolo did, yes. King Piccolo came from Kami, who came from space. Okay. I don't know how, how semantic you want to be about it. Eh. <laughs> I'm over it. If I can semantic, you're semantic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kami and Piccolo split from the same nanny. That's Ooh. true. They're not. <laughs> it was an unnamed person. That's true. Who became the two of them? As a person who didn't watch Dragon Ball, is this all new information as far yes. as mm-hmm. the, the planet and like where the Dragon Balls came from? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Before uh, now, it was magic, and now it's science fiction. That's the hard shift from Z, or that Z takes from Dragon Ball, is that previously everything was magic and demons, and now everything is explained by space. Yeah, it's a good way of putting it. That's just like real life. Tyler, <laughs> yeah. you, you pointed out something while we were watching this. You and I had a, a brief discussion that is worth bringing up here. Uh, I wondered how they knew about the planet Namek, but didn't know about Dragon Balls, because that's kind of the thing going on over there. That's like their main export. It's like 80% of Namekian culture. Like, otherwise, they're just snail farmers that photosynthesize (laughs) by themselves. Which is much less remarkable. I would theorize that they they looked at Namek as a potential planet for sale, and they decided it just wasn't worth it when all they saw were little farmers here and there. (laughs) Snail farmers? (laughs) That's just nothing else. They cut a striking figure that you would remember. At the same time, either Vegeta or Nappa make mention that Namekians are fierce warriors. There are some. Yeah. Like, they, their society is split into the two. Because uh, we, we learn, we cut over to Kami as hear about Namek, and he says that uh, for the first time in his life he's hearing about his origins. And that he made the Dragon Balls instinctually, because it was something like deep down inside him that was calling out to be made, and after he made it, he felt better. <laughs> the blueprint was in his mind. In yeah. uh flip side report uh in the japanese when they're talking to piccolo vegeta thinks that piccolo is the one that made the dragon balls oh instead of the line being the dragon balls that you told raditz about it's like oh you're the namekian you must have been the one that made the dragon balls 
That's and, even stupider then. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then when uh, shit, I forgot his name. What's what's his name? Old old Piccolo. Kami. Kami. Um, <laughs> old Piccolo. You got it. Uh, he he does have a comment that he's like he has all of his ancestors' memories in his mind. That I think he's like trying to. Okay, process. so he just didn't want to. He didn't want to tell anybody. I guess, or maybe it's like just surfacing now with this new news. Maybe. Uh, we get some numbers for our current crew of Gohan, Piccolo, and Krillin. Gohan is a thousand, Piccolo is fourteen hundred, and Krillin is eleven hundred. Uh, but the the Saiyans realize that they should just ditch the scouters because they know that the Earthlings can just adjust these numbers so they're not accurate. <laughs> Something happens here that. I absolutely loved. Nappa ridicules Raditz for being fooled by the Z powers, like levels, being able mm-hmm. to change them. Two seconds after being fooled himself, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's love... not a bright boy. <laughs> uh, I love little tricks like this because they're like, oh, that dumb idiot Raditz couldn't even read the power levels right. Let's just take off these scouters because Raditz is so dumb. Not because it'll be easier to draw and animate for the next. By the 15 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Perish the thought. Love little tricks like that, personally. Yeah. Not because Toriyama got tired of drawing the scouters. Yeah. Immediately after inventing them. Yep. <laughs> uh, Vegeta suggests to Nappa that they should plant some Cybermen. So, okay. In the next couple of episodes, there is a there's a there's a softness to Nappa that I really appreciate. <laughs> It's it's a nice little character detail. Yes. Yeah, it's it's very slight, but he really enjoys horticulture mm-hmm. <laughs> and gardening. Because <laughs> when when Vegeta suggests plant them, uh, Nappa goes, "You really know how to have fun." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love gardening. Got to attend that bonsai, Vegeta. He's also very protective. Yes. Of his his cabbage children. <laughs> once, like once they're grown, his right? Sweet, they're sweet. like his Pokemon. His sweet cabbage patch. There goblins. are six of them, so he has a full team. <laughs> he is one of those like terrible bug farmer Pokemon yeah, he's trainers the, that, oh, that gets bug catcher in Viridian Forest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All grass type. How could you have defeated me? Well, take on my six Caterpies. <laughs> I don't know. I have one fire Pokemon. <laughs> Why would you have uh, six? They all only know string shot. <laughs> They're my friends. <laughs> I'm going for a Pyrrhic victory. The Cybermen all pop out. How would you describe these things? They're just little plant men, I guess. Sweet little, little goblins. Like, like borderline rabid plant men. Oh, I just realized I know a way to describe them. Yes. Uh, as of this episode, you can look at the new album art for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because they're heavily featured. I call uh, them they all, literal cabbage patch children. Uh, they all they all pop out, and Krillin mentions at least they're shorter than I am. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's little victories He'll for take, Krillin. Yeah. Always looking on the bright gets. side, that Krillin. <laughs> and I I love the way that this episode ends with the Cybermen all just like jumping around, kicking mountains, and yelling. Because I was like <laughs> I was expecting them to just like start snapping and singing about being in the jets or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They all swarm on the the three warriors, and then right before they get like get make contact, it immediately cuts them breaking like mountains and shit. Just to show off a little bit. Just a little plant gang. Uh, in the Japanese version, they're saibai men. Saibai? Saibai is the Japanese word for cultivation. Ah. We were talking about the uh, the night and day cycle 
Yes. And this seems we, like a, we also a, talked about a reasonable this. time to bring this up because Goku has. Uh, it will take him two days effectively. Last we heard, he's two days away. Because he King Kai forgot to leave one extra day for him to travel, and he has like the one, like the final mm-hmm. day to get there. But as as you pointed out, I don't think it ever becomes nighttime while they're fighting. I don't believe so. Does anybody remember differently? They do take a break, but it is still daytime, as far as I remember. Yeah. Anyone remember yeah, nighttime? I think you are. I think you are correct. And what happened? <laughs> Maybe Goku just got faster. For convenience, they just cut out everyone like going to sleep for the night, Camp making <laughs> making little tents to sleep in. They called a World War One Christmas <laughs> to wait for Goku. The Goku truce. <laughs> Maybe in the the DBZ world, uh, day and night cycles work like in alaska i thought about that i don't know how long the the sun takes to get around dragon world (laughs) they are they are near east city based off that that planet shot that you get when uh napa destroys the warehouse district there are pretty high up north on the uh on the planet itself Mm -hmm. it's possible it's just a very long day (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the darkest day. We'll have to, yeah, yeah. Also Oof. inaccurate. Yeah, kind of yeah. the opposite. <laughs> no dark on. It's a, yeah, it's a very light night. Episode twenty-three. The English title is Cybermen Attack. Boy, oh boy! With an exclamation point. So uh, you know how we um, talk about in the last episode how there sometimes are some spoilers in the Japanese title because that's how they do yeah. things apparently. Nothing interesting happens in this episode, so I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what? You're right. But just for just for uh, just for chuckles, I'll just read off the uh, the the original title, which is yeah, sure. Hang on, wait. Let me take a sip of water first before you read. Yeah, it. okay. Do you want me to to say it while you're taking the sip? Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, sure. I don't see why it would why it would factor in. <laughs> I don't see so either. Either anyway, it's a Yamcha dies. Patui, <laughs> <laughs> the terror of the Cybermen. <laughs> Well, well, well. <laughs> That's a shame. Isn't so it? nothing happens during this one. So you, y'all can just skip ahead thirty minutes. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm back. Uh, I I didn't hear like the past thirty seconds of the conversation. I'm sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah, yeah, no, it's no, fine. No, 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 you're good. We're just starting episode twenty three. Yeah, Cyberman cool. attack. Cyberman. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> do you think? Do you think they do this in anime? Because I guess it's geared towards a slightly younger audience, and they don't. They want them to like brace for it be prepared i thought it was because or at least partially because they would have already seen it in a manga a lot mm. of the time oh that's a good point yeah that uh, makes sense. i will say based on the exposures i've had to japanese culture in media mm-hmm. they just do not give a shit about spoilers <laughs> okay they really that, don't that's the, probably a factor though. they will show the end of a movie in the trailer <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can look it up. There's a trailer. There's a Japanese trailer for uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, the third one. And in the shot, it just it's just straight up Frodo with the ring in front of Mount Doom. <laughs> well, it's, it's saying it's mine now. <laughs> well, I mean that that factors into having already seen the thing because it was a book. Maybe they just expect you to be knowledgeable about the source <laughs> material. I guess maybe it's like it it threatens you to buy the manga and read it because if you don't even just seeing oh i wonder what's on tv tonight <laughs> and you see that episode title no 
<laughs> I hadn't read it yet. I should have done the reading. Yamcha is my favorite. <laughs> I loved how he played baseball. <laughs> Off screen. <laughs> uh, the episode begins with Krillin and Piccolo duking it out with a Cyberman. They all pick two Cybermen to take on each. But Gohan is frozen in fear. He is just cowering. And he immediately beefs it. Piccolo yells at him, Gohan, believe in yourself. Don't try, do it. Very Yoda-like. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Big Green. Gohan has a case of Stockholm Syndrome by now. He's definitely working on that that case file of just a lot of trauma. Well, he did argue to Krillin that Piccolo's not so bad once you get that Noel. Something worth pointing out that I forgot to in the last episode. uh, This place that they're in has a name. Oh? We are currently in the Paprika Wasteland, which uh, neighbors on uh, West City. So they have flown to the other side of this continent for this fight. That feels superfluous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just where uh, Gohan and Piccolo were hanging out. Uh, Tien and Chaozu finally show up, and Gohan meets them for the first time. Oh yeah, this is the first time, huh? Mm-hmm. And then also, Yamcha drops in. Oh, my good buddy Yamcha. Fashionably boy, late, get as per usual. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, Yamcha, the hero, has arrived. <laughs> Finally. Now we can start proper. Can't believe they started without Yamcha. <laughs> Everything's gonna be fine now. Everything's coming up, Yamcha. <laughs> <laughs> Yamcha is just handsome Goku. In my eyes. <laughs> Gordy, didn't you... Did you mention that? Who? Somebody mentioned that to me recently. Somebody thought Yamcha was just Goku's handsome brother. I, I saw this on Twitter. I don't remember if it... I think it might have been one of the other posts. It might have been Brandon. I can't remember. But they said, like, when they were young, they thought that Yamcha was Goku's battle-hardened brother. Because <laughs> he's got the scars good. on his face. I don't know who that is. Shout out to whoever tweeted that. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter. <laughs> Vegeta does something that just sort of reiterates my current running theory that everybody from space fucking sucks at math. Because <laughs> he, he he quickly goes, oh, there's six of them now, and there's six Cybermen. Oh. That's worth pointing out. He wants to set up some, some one-on-one rules. He wants, to, <laughs> he wants to set up a, what now? A tournament. <laughs> a little mini tournament. I do miss Just those. A, a quick little tournament arc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the shortest tournament the arc today. Uh, Tien is up first. Is it at this point that the uh, that the media shows up? This is the point where the news choppers are on the scene. Ugh, not for long. <laughs> okay. So Nappa gives them some news. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's a joke here. I couldn't find any other reference to it online, but one of the helicopters says Aho TV. A-H-O TV. Aho is Japanese word. It's like the ruder version of Baka. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> so it's just like dumb idiot news. Yeah. <laughs> when Yajirobe is interviewed later on, I did compare them to TMZ in my notes, so <laughs> we're Pretty on the good. same page. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, so Nappa gives them some news by blowing up their helicopter, and this struck me as a, a major difference in, as a kid, sort of superhero media that I was ingesting. Uh, not a single one of the heroes tries to stop this from happening. <laughs> That's true. They don't even look too perturbed That's about it. That's a good it. point, yeah. These these people are fighting for the Earth because they live on it, not because they care about the people. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just want their own lives to go on, unimpeded. Yeah, right. I think, like, literally only two people present 
ever develop a sense of justice later on, and it's Gohan and Krillin. Because <laughs> they both fight crime later in the series. Yeah, this is true. Pretty much. But outside of that, everyone's just sort of in it for themselves. They just like the fight. They're big picture people. Did we already talk about the the crazy camera angles? No, <laughs> I hadn't. I hadn't noticed those yet. But that is a that is a good point. These cameramen are doing some great shots. When we see <laughs> the the camera angles that they're getting from uh, the Kame House's perspective, they're getting some like intense close ups and very like horizontal views as well. Yeah, just despite being in the air. Right. It's just award-winning stuff, really. <laughs> the camera technology in this series is they, amazing. Yeah, they managed to get like a head-on shot, like a ground-level shot of mm-hmm. Krillin, maybe? <laughs> I think so. From a helicopter. It's mm-hmm. it's basically implied that the camera is, is from the Saiyan's point of view. Right. Maybe they're tapping into the scouters. <laughs> but they're, no, they're not even wearing them yeah, anymore. they're on the ground. So. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. This is the point where Yajirobe gives his TMZ interview... Spilling the beans on Goku. Yeah. And some of the reporters seem to remember Goku and some of the other fighters from the World Martial Arts Tournaments. Mm-hmm. And he just says, we're, we're waiting on our boy. We gotta, we gotta hold them back until he gets here. Yeah, that does kind of confirm for me that the World Martial Arts Tournaments is basically the Super Bowl. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody watches. knows about it, yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> I miss them every day. I mean, it is the World Martial Arts Tournament. I feel like Yajirobe is kind of a little under attack. Uh, by the media in the English version, they're yeah. they're asking like, "Why aren't you out there?" Um, and stuff like that. Why are we feeding you? Yeah, Japanese Yajirobe has his press conference locked down. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and he assures everyone that his boys are taking care of it. Everything's fine. But then a quick pause for his internal monologue that this is probably his last meal. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna enjoy it. That's the Yajirobe I know and love. He's a good team manager. I think he does say that he trained Goku, right? He, he yes. does say that. He's just like, I'm his trainer. I'm which, his coach. Which is not correct. He trained him for a little bit one time. The show loves technicalities. <laughs> Back over at the fight, uh, the Cyberman that is fighting Tien splits its head open and shoots out acid. That is why I wrote down Cyberman head jizz. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to remember what that meant. Mm, my game. <laughs> What is Past Gordy trying to tell me? <laughs> there are a couple of these notes that are a little cryptic. Uh, but Tien gets behind it and drops it with one blow. Just knocks it out cold. Yeah, fuck him up. Yeah, he just like... <laughs> that's that's your boy. Yeah. <laughs> the dude takes an elbow to the stomach and he's down. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's the, uh, one of the nerve nerve points on a Cyberman, if you mm. didn't know. I didn't know that. I'm sorry, what? Nerve points? Yeah, nerve points. Cybermen nerve points. Anatomy. <laughs> Actually, at this case, isn't it botany? <laughs> Fair <Shit>. enough. <laughs> uh, Nappa is not impressed by this, because he says, these are the same six Cybermen they used for that crazy battle on Dradic. <laughs> They're as strong as Raditz. Raditz, uh, and by extension, the Cybermen, are at power level 1200. God, Raditz he, is so useless. Yeah, Nappa, Nappa says this as sort of like in shock that this didn't work out. And Vegeta just says, now do you see my point? 
Which is just Vegeta getting one last clown in on Raditz. <laughs> it's, I do like that they go out of their way to just dunk on him. Like, Vegeta did Any not expect these, these Cybermen to handle these guys. He just wanted to make fun of Raditz while he was dead. <laughs> yeah. Vegeta has priorities. Exactly. He knows what they are. He sticks to them. Uh, Vegeta blows up the failure Cybermen because he said that he wanted it to go all out, and it didn't. And Nappa is visibly upset by this. His cabbage child. But yeah. he was alive! Foreshadowing. Yeah. Nappa's got a weird conscience going. Because when he was on Arlia, the Emperor called Vegeta and Nappa the bad guys. Nappa actually mm-hmm. looks genuinely, con- like, he looks over to Vegeta it's like, are we the bad guys? Yeah, as far as he knows, he's just doing his job. But then again, he doesn't blink twice when he's uh, eradicating a city. Maybe but he-, he cares about his friends. Uh, now it is Yamcha's time to shine. He is up to fight the Cybermen. How's that go? I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah he he's, he's, he he takes Krillin's spot because Yamcha says Krillin can't afford to die. Oh, but don't worry, Yamcha is definitely not going to die. I've also got a note he's here. The hero. I've got a note here that the destroyed Cyberman vanishes to make everything easier to animate later. <laughs> Wee. Maybe it just, like, melts back into the ground. Gohan gets a little bit of a mid-match lesson from Big Green about how to sense energy and track it. And I, I legitimately enjoyed this sequence. It was kind of fun. Yeah. Piccolo's being to a see him learn dad. how to do this. Piccolo's being a good green uncle, teaching, using this as a teachable moment. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's also really effective for the, the people who, like us, where we didn't get Dragon Ball, and this is our first exposure to this world. And, uh, it's, a, it's a good refresher. One of my favorite notes here was Yamcha. I don't have the exact quote, but it was something to the effect of, let's show everyone here how we do things on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, he's about to. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to get us. When he, when he saves the day, right? Yeah. He's about to get a swift and delicious taste of the power curve. He lets off a pretty sweet Kamehameha and takes out another Cyberman. Mm-hmm. Just just smacks it right into the ground, and he's like, "All right, give me another. <laughs> I'm ready." I want I want to say that's the first time I've seen uh, someone do a kamehameha without shouting anything. Shouting it. <laughs> I did yeah. notice that he didn't say the move name, which yeah. it's like doesn't count. It's that like wandless magic. Makes it not a not a legal. It's not a legal kamehameha. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the the it's strength comes from shouting it, so it wasn't strong enough to actually get the kill. Uh, to be fair, though, like, Yamcha, um, I mean, what's gonna happen is something very iconic, but Yamcha's <laughs> doing a pretty good job here. Like, to his credit, he was actually getting yeah. the upper hand on the Cybermen. And, worth remembering, they are Raditz. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's not nothing. Exactly. Yeah, uh, this is probably the one and only time he has to shine. Wait, why? I don't understand. Well, you see, Yamcha failed to double tap. <laughs> hey, exactly. <laughs> Didn't check the pulse, so he gets grabbed from behind as the the Cyberman leaps out of the pit that he put it in. And then there is an enormous explosion from the <laughs> self-destructing Cyberman. Yamcha, no! <laughs> and we get one of several very iconic frames. This is that <laughs> yeah. pose. This is the pose. They made a statue out of it. Yeah, they made a statue. It's been on cakes. <laughs> it's just Yamcha eating shit. <laughs> Yamcha's death is one of the most beloved moments in Dragon Ball history. It is. They they, they reference back to it beautifully in Dragon Ball Super. It's very, I, yeah. very good. I loved it. 
I also noted that Piccolo was not phased at all by this. No. Yeah. Before it even blew up, he said, ah, it's over. Well, yeah, he didn't even want to jump in because he's like, well, there's that guy. Gone. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> one and one. And despite this, despite living in a world where death is not meaningless, and Yamcha decided to put himself forward as the next contender so he could be revived by the Dragon Balls. He said this specifically. He's like, I haven't died yeah. yet. I can just be revived. It's whatever. We are all yeah. very sad. Yes. <laughs> Bulma is very sad. Mm-hmm. Even though she hates him because he cheated on her. With fucking Becky Haffert. Well, she lets Roshi know that she was going to marry him. One day. Failing to see a very hot stud muffin on the TV in the background. He <laughs> <laughs> needs to grow a little, like a couple inches before she'll recognize him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Gordy and I had a very fun conversation during this this bit as well with Roshi consoling Bulma. Because uh, <laughs> this whole planet is just ghosts. Like, everybody has died. Everybody's come back. It doesn't matter, Bulma. We're all just ghosts. We're all just she ghosts waiting, to, waiting she, to reach the other world. <laughs> she gets really upset. Uh, you know, says she was going to marry Yamcha one day, which... Uh, it dawns on him that like, wait, we can just dr- bring him back with the Dragon Balls, and Yam or uh, Bulma says, "You're a genius," to <laughs> to an idea for something that they did yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> for Goku, they did this like 24 hours ago. <laughs> 23 ends with them uh, get, getting a moment to clear the trash off the battlefield. Vegeta says, "That's a sick mm-hmm. burn." Uh, and then Krillin picks up Yamcha's shitty torch in the fight against the side. Krillin is not here for it. He go. He turns into an angry tiny baby. <laughs> <laughs> and the announcer all but says, "Get ready for Krillin to sh- fuck shit up." Uh, before we move on to twenty four, there was a, a Goku check in, which I was shocked with my watching history of anime and watching both dubs and subs, mm-hmm. um, and knowing that dubs tend to add in superfluous noises and yeah. and dialogue to things especially when there's silent scenes of nothing mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> this the dub has a silent scene of nothing as goku flies down snake road and in the japanese version he has internal mil- monologue a very rare moment of restraint really? yeah i on was the dub side very surprised i mean it's your typical like oh i feel something hang on guys i'm coming so i mean mm-hmm. there's no new information there the energy I thought it was I thought it was interesting that the dub kept that silence. Let's move on over to episode 24. Uh, episode 24, the English title is The Power of Nappa. This one, the title should be fine, though, right? Yeah, no. No uh, spoilers in this one at all. <clears throat> yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm pretty parched. Yeah. Hold on a sec. <laughs> big, big old glug. Anyway, literal name for this next episode, the Japanese title is Farewell, Mr. Ten, Chiaotzu's Suicide Strategy. Patoo-too-too! Whoa, 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 what? It's a rough week, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those. So what happens this time? Uh, this episode starts with Krillin, uh, enraged, <laughs> gives out a, a huge blast that is, I think, referred to as a scatter Kamehameha. Before Krillin does this, Vegeta says, give them time to clear this trash off the battlefield. <laughs> yeah. Which is what he just that was said in 23. last time. Oh, okay. So they do just repeat it? They do that. Yeah. They... yeah, we were... We were thinking about that. Like, did they just repeat the the audio clip, or did they give it a fresh read? <laughs> I am not sure, but they do that old trick that I always remember from like watching Sailor Moon, where they will just yeah. say the thing and then just say the same thing when they come back from commercial. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> In case you forgot. But this is a whole week later. Exactly! Yeah. It doesn't work this time. Before we get into Krillin, um, I did note, since I guess we already kind of touched on this whole thing with Bullman and Roshi, the ladies are just falling apart. In this house. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, they uh, finally confirmed that Poir is a girl. Oh, that's true. Um, Regardless of gender, Poir is terrible. <laughs> yeah, that was that was actually the first time in watching Dragon Ball Z for this that I switched to the Japanese version is when that cat showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Yeah, good move. Did it improve? Oh, I don't yeah. remember Poir's Japanese voice. Well, I mean, I don't know. That, that like, squeaky voice in Japanese is somehow less offensive to my ears. More palatable. Than, yeah. Mm-hmm. The English version. Yeah, it's very bad to hear. <laughs> Poir was losing her shit. Chi-Chi... Well, wait. Already out. Yeah. She is out on the couch. Mm-hmm. We forgot to mention Chi-Chi showed up to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Along with Didn't Ox-Kin. work out well. No. Oh, yeah. Oxkin mentioned how buff Gohan got. <laughs> I really liked that. Gohan's getting my, ripped. My beefy grandson. <laughs> He's got those sick gains. <laughs> I think he was secretly hoping that someone would finally look like him. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's waiting for the family resemblance to show up somewhere. I did like Oolong putting Puar on the on the couch, carrying carrying her over. You know what? That is a sweet touch because uh, uh, in Dragon Ball, weren't they like rivals? They have a lot of history off screen. Yeah. Yeah. They went to school together. Yeah, transformation school. Transformation school. It sounds like a thing that a dub would make up, but it's actually true. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Do do we have any ships yet? By the way, this is my ship right here. Yeah, Puar and Ula. That's Puar Ula. Yeah, and they're both tea blends, so we can call that ship like uh, tea time. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. It's better than Poolong. I hate you, Tyler. I hate this, and I I am psychically damaged. Uh, Krillin's Krillin's very big blast was intended to take out all of the Cybermen and I guess the Saiyans. Yeah, he lops one over there, and one Cyberman gets away and hides in a cave, and so that it can later jump out at Gohan, but is grabbed by Piccolo, snatches that arm. I rarely make shitty animation notes but this one jumped out at me yeah. they decide to freeze frame on a frame that still has speed line drawings yes on it. <laughs> i saw those so uh how does piccolo kill this cyberman well first he gives it a big old gut punch <laughs> and then he yells at it with fire <laughs> shoots a mouth beam at him uses his yell cannon <laughs> i like me some mouth beam See, here's the thing, though. I think Krillin kind of shot himself in the foot here, because in the last episode, he wanted to buy everyone... Uh, wanted to buy themselves some time for Goku to get here by doing these one-on-one little mini-tournament fights. But in this right. episode, he yeah. gets so mad... He lost his cool. He just blows them all up at once. His very close relationship with Yamcha... Yeah. ...that is a, a thing and is true. My good friend Yamcha. Set him over the edge. Yeah. And also, guys... We have another dust clearing. Yep. This is the second one this time. The beams did nothing to those Saiyans. No. (laughs) Got them a little dirty, but that's about it. Not even scratched. No hashtags on them anywhere. No. That's how you know there's damage. Little hashtag. (laughs) It's time to fight the Saiyans, and Vegeta, in the English dub, makes a very lucky call by saying, don't kill the the Namekian because he's going to tell us where the Dragon Balls are. Because in the English dub, he has no idea that the Namekians are related to the Dragon Balls. 
And also, if Piccolo dies, there's not going to be any Dragon Balls. How convenient. Nappa begins to yell out an earthquake. Yeah, he does a... He does a quite a holler. Summons lightning with it. Gordy, do you want to make your pitch for an anime now? Oh, right, yeah. I... We were talking about this. Like, the, the anime scream is an, is an art form, I think. It is something that you should go to some kind of academy for. <laughs> and we were talking that it would be a good anime to make, uh, to make a show about anime yelling academy. There have been animes about making manga and anime, but I don't think there's ever been any about voice acting. There has been. Specifically for screaming. Hmm. Artistic Specific- screaming. Yeah, yeah, for screaming, no, but there there was a, uh, throw that out there so you don't get, I'm protecting your tweets. Appreciate uh, it. There, there was an anime about uh, voice actors. Nobody at me. Like, this is, <laughs> this is 100%, this is 100% for battle screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what, else. that's your, that's your niche. That's Because that's you... what, like, half this show is, and they really have to learn to make it, like, keep it flowing. His is the shout that will pierce the heavens. <laughs> I can see like an American Idol style contest, a reality show where the best anime scream gets a contract. Where they have to <laughs> get out and like squat hunch over and scream with their fists up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> For like 30 <laughs> minutes and charge up an attack. Yeah. Where's that show? Simon Cowell. <laughs> I want to see Sean Schemmel pass out again. <laughs> <laughs> You're too busy to listen to people yell. It's called uh, Japan's Got Hollers. (laughs) All of the warriors are being pushed back by Nappa's yelling. That's how how hard he's yelling. Rocks and shit are coming out of the ground. Except for Chaozu. Yeah, he's doing a little something in the corner. Mm. He he attempts to use his patented telekinesis. That he (laughs) uses all the time. All the time. You're very familiar with it. Nappa notices and spits a beam at him (laughs) mid-power up. (laughs) Just, uh, Just tossing out mouth beams left and right. I've got a note here because we've got a very fun cut. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to Goku going up Snake Way, and he zooms past Snake Palace, which apparently <laughs> is the halfway point, according to Goku. Why is this here? To let us, to give us one last glimpse at my favorite filler. Yeah, but Jason, you and I covered this filler, and it's not real. It's not real. Oh, that's right. The castle's an illusion. Why is it back again? <laughs> It's kind of like... They hunt for men again? Yeah, that Venus flytrap is slowly opening itself up. Uh, <laughs> that that anglerfish is redangling the bait. It's, yeah. it's just setting up another trap for the next traveler. <laughs> Maybe she turns herself into a castle when she's bored. I thought that this was here because there must be something in Goku's backstory to explain why he hates laundry so much. <laughs> mm, good point. Because he buzzes plas and destroys all of their hard laundry work that they're doing outside. <laughs> We're building lore. I mean, he doesn't like to wash or be clean. No. So does him passing um, Princess Snake mean that it has been a day now? I guess that's what they're trying to tell us. He says he's making good time. Guess technically. Well, it is time for Tien to fight with Nappa. Yay! Hey, Matt. Huh? How's it go? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Things don't go too well for Tien. Yeah? What happens? Nappa punches his arm off. Clean. <laughs> clean cut. That is a clean a cut. And then immediately after, Vegeta makes a like a pun about being disarmed. <laughs> Saiyans seem to have a a thing with this, because Vegeta did it, and Raditz also did it to Piccolo. 
They love when arm jokes. When, yeah, where's when, my arm? You can't miss it. It's green. Now, now Vegeta's <laughs> is is much better. I would say Vegeta's. It's, it's stronger wordplay. Vegeta's is is better than Raditz's by like by the same difference in their power level, like by that percentage. <laughs> I mean, I think Saiyans just have a knack for arm-based humor, right? They're always looking for the next punchline. Stop. Oh, oh. Bump. You can't oh. do this. All right. It's been great, guys. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> Cancel the show. I'm so- we need to get at least one of those an episode. I'm sorry. That's the new goal. <laughs> Where everybody quits. Here's my question. How the fuck did Nappa punch, punch that arm? In a, in a clean the, the way. The fist was closed. Yeah. If it, a, if it was a chop, maybe. I would have bought it if it was a chop, but no. Punches it. It's like it pops off like an action figure. And also, like, it bleeds a little bit after it gets punched, but it's pretty immediately cauterized, yeah. too. I, just, I feel I like had... that's the technique that Nappa is, like, spending his, has spent his whole life mastering. And no one's appreciating it. <laughs> I, have a, I have a fiction here based off of the way I saw it, where... He, he made contact, and you see Tian's arm, and it almost looks like it burns off. Yeah. So so I guess it's like a charged punch that burns the arm and cauterizes that impact point. Oh my god, this attack actually has a name and its own page on the wiki. God oh. damn it. Holy fuck. <laughs> you ready for this one? I'm not. No. Too late. It's called <laughs> Arm Break. <laughs> Nothing I fancy. Give I give up. Start an account and delete the page. <laughs> <laughs> this is my campaign. <laughs> I'm hiring you as a hitman on Wiki. I, I was just looking through his move list to see if it was mentioned. Yeah. It, it does specify a rush attack that Nappa used against Tien while emitting his lightning aura. Just the once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Made the move list, though. Oh, shit. Did he use the lightning? Is that That's probably what caught her out of the moon. I, I mean, the, so. just the presence of the aura probably helped. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That was that was the burning previously <laughs> mentioned. Uh, Nappa also makes a huge hole in the ground with a blast. Oh yeah. Uh, did Chaozu get caught in the blast? Everybody seems to think so. No. There's definitely no bottom to that hole, though. It goes for a bit. Though, yeah. 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 But Nappa just says, it's, or yeah, Nappa just says it's just a, a mere pockmark on the battlefield. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that looks like a fucking bottomless pit, my dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But what's this? Chaozu sneaks up on Nappa and latches onto his back. From out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. This was his plan the whole time. I'm a backpack boy. <laughs> this is a backpack. Uh-huh. Did you know that? Is it really? Uh, yeah, was that an intentional reference? No! They did make this backpack. But it is, Wait, an, addition, it is an addition to my Amazon wish list. I'm gonna have to track that down. Is this some merch I need? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> is that a little tear coming out yes! of his eye? It is. Yep. That's his goodbye TN moment. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> the the uh, poor little clown boy blows himself up. Napa cosplayers, <laughs> take note. You now have a very good way to hold on to your phone. I wonder if that's ever happened. Oh, please. I'm sure somebody I hope has so. done it. If you see a Napa cosplayer with his backpack, you have permission to at me. I need pictures of this. I need photographic evidence. <laughs> so, uh, what's his plan here, guys? Well, he starts to charge up. Yeah. And Nappa starts smashing into a cliff. He don't even want to know what's going on. He's <laughs> just trying to scrape that off his back as quick as he can. Nappa's yep. arms are too buff and too big 
to reach He's his too back. muscly to reach back. <laughs> can't there. grab him. And Chatsu's really getting messed up in this. Yeah, that's yeah. In this exchange, yeah. and rather than like actually helping, everyone kind of just stands there. Piccolo gives the best line of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, what <laughs> is that? Him. Watch, Gohan. I said watch. Don't turn away. Honor his bravery. <laughs> watch this child suicide. <laughs> He gives his tearful farewell to Tien, and he blows himself up. Before he does that, he says, I hope my ESP is working. Yeah. <laughs> is this thing on? Are you there, God? I haven't used it in over ten years, so... <laughs> Are you there, God? It's me, Chiaotzu. What, uh, uh, I, I have a note here that um, yeah. right before he blows up, Nappa eyes a, a cliff that looks extra spiky. Yeah. <laughs> that very do. convenient find. <laughs> that's the one I need. <laughs> that's, a, that's this particular itch. Just gotta scratch that one. Uh, Piccolo is very impressed by the display of the explosion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's gained a modicum of respect for Chaozu in this moment. His bravery. Alas, it's all for naught. <laughs> <laughs> Tien loses his absolute shit at this. Yep. Yeah, the, ex- the explosion screaming academy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, while he's doing this, we actually the audience is treated to a loving slideshow. Uh, yeah, I love the picture of Chaozu holding a pig. First is the first thing that passes through Tian's mind. <laughs> Chaozu loved that pig. <laughs> his favorite pig. This is a moment that has never happened in the show. <laughs> Gordy and I said that this was representative of his ghost leaving the planet. <laughs> Just his pictures sliding across the screen. Because remember, folks, he's already died before. The Dragon Ball mm-hmm. Zenkon Savior. Yep, this, this is it for him. That kid is done. Mm-hmm. Never going to see him again. Farewell, Chaozu. <laughs> uh, your your explosion literally did nothing. Chaozu. <laughs> As confirmed by Krillin. Didn't even scratch the armor, which Gohan did with a headbutt. Yeah. <laughs> Just to remind everyone. Uh, I would like to petition that we retitle the, this episode to Tien's Very Bad No Good Day. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it is kind of stacking up on him, huh? Oh, yeah. come on! <laughs> uh, and we are, we are down to four fighters already. It dawned on me while um, watching... Chaozu's valent suicide. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, I think Vegeta stole this de- self destruct from, from Chaozu. <laughs> I think he was inspired <laughs> because uh, it, it becomes kind of like his most powerful attack later on. Hold on, I'm gonna be right back. I just need to quickly throw together an AMV of Vegeta remembering Chaozu blowing up before he does. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna set it to? This is very important. Evanescence. Yeah. Right. Are you sure not Lincoln Park? <laughs> that seems played. Evanescence <laughs> is where it's at. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, but like I've had a long wake theory. me up. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a long theory that um, I, I don't know if there's any validation to it, but I'm pretty sure a Saiyan can learn any attack just by seeing it once. That's a thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Or is that? It's it's just a thing that happens. I don't know if they ever actually say that this is. I I wonder because I feel like trait. I've I feel like I remember that as well. Yeah, I might just be making up memories. But... I feel like if that but... were the case, we'd see Gohan pulling out eye beams and mouth beams because Piccolo was doing <laughs> those on the regular. <laughs> well, he's only half saying. I did make a note when um, before the uh, 
Chatsu stuff happened when that big yeah. Nappa made that big blast. Everybody's worried about Krillin, but you know that he's okay because the episode title didn't mention dying. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're ever worried, just just check your TV guide. Check that title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's gonna do it for the episodes this week. Uh, before we take off, you all know what time it is. Hail Satan! So some stuff happened this week in the world that might make its way back to one Hercule City. I hope that Dojo won the East City. (laughs) I know where it is. I need to track down where it's close to. Currently, the city is called Orange Star City. It is later renamed to Satan City in his honor. (laughs) So we're not there yet. Oh, it is neighboring East City. That's unfortunate. Oh, boy. He definitely heard about it. (laughs) This has become very personal for him. This is a life-changing event. Mm -hmm. Well, see you, Bacterium. So, (laughs) I I mentioned last week that I had some thoughts about him, but I had to save them for this week. Please. I feel like this is his Batman v Superman moment. Oh? Like, this this is Mr. Satan pulling a Bruce Wayne down in the city while superman is wrecking it up just staring up at him and saying fuck i hate aliens (laughs) (laughs) he gets his vendetta i gotta get super rich and kill aliens so they probably saw that mushroom cloud in particular from the windows of the satan dojo assuming it has windows oh oh, most definitely yeah absolutely they felt it as well yeah his war that's probably where the news crew is from his young ward uh not yamcha uh aka cannoli looks (laughs) up to him and says you're Satan, or no, Mark. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta get my timeline right. Mark, uh-huh. what should we do? Well, I need you to put on these very tight tights. We're gonna go fight crime. <gasps> <laughs> can I? Can I create a character moment, please? Okay, one of his close friends was in East City, just going out to get up, get some food. What was his Italian food name? Mm, I was I was thinking <laughs> it'd be like a real character. Oh, okay. I, I think we can we can afford to kill somebody off. A, a Dragon Ball character? Yeah. Okay. Who do you have in mind? Well, someone already said Rip Bacteria. <laughs> His roommate. Oh, no! no! His roommate was going out for, for food. Oh, it has to be, though, because that's the city right next door, so it's where yeah. he left his apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck. And then, and then Mark can make a vow to become stronger in his honor. I will never forget you, my stinky friend. <laughs> I'm really sorry about being behind on the rent. Literally, I cannot. My my sense memory is very strong, and your smell will stay with me forever. You were one dynamite guy. <laughs> I'm gonna pretty. I'm much... gonna name my attack after you. <laughs> Stink punch. Wait, that sucks. No, we have to fix that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to throw out that couch though. Uh, it's it has been claimed. I think, <laughs> by your memory. <laughs> you know what I mean. I think Nappa threw it out for him. <laughs> <laughs> that thing went up like a Roman candle. <laughs> Did him assault Jesus. That was the brightest light. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think this is... If if he did not know about the Z-Fighters and their, their doings, he definitely does now. Do you think... Oh my god. Oh my god. Do you think he's inspired by Yajirobe's, like, TMZ interview? <gasps> he probably catches it on the thinks, tube. Do you think yeah, he thinks Yajirobe's, like, the coolest guy ever? Matt, I was thinking about this when I was watching those scenes, because I was like, if we had Mr. Satan, he would be taking this role. Yeah. Like, later on, this is absolutely what he's used for. When the, when the scene is being set up, I subconsciously thought, oh, it's a Mr. Satan scene. <laughs> We're gonna hear a, a press conference. <laughs> he's, like, he's looking at the TV, and he's like, yeah, the bravado. I need to mimic that. 
<laughs> this guy, he knows. <laughs> he knows. That plays into the hearts and minds thing that Yadriobi was doing. He won over Mr. Satan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what can he do going forward to prepare for alien attack? He's still building up his fortune. Well, He's not a world champion yet. Well, the aliens came in from above, right? So, yeah. he needs a steel umbrella. Where? The whole planet? Yeah. Just build a big one. They'll bounce off. Okay. <laughs> New plan. Mr. Satan starts a letter-writing campaign to Capsule Corp for shitty inventions. <laughs> to stop aliens. That's a side gig. He's trying to get some <laughs> patents going. Yeah. I love it. Dear Mr. Brief, secret Illuminati president of the world. <laughs> Have I got a plan for you? Well, what about Dragon Radar? Oh, there, there should be rocks for about a year. See, that's what makes it even trickier, is that even if a court, if they go, if the Saiyans plan succeeds and they kill everyone off except for the Namekian to get the Dragon Balls, they won't be able to do anything with them for like a year. So they're just going to pop a squat and just chill out. I wonder if that was a tactic they could have taken. Nobody ever talks. There's no diplomacy. They just, they go straight to punches. <laughs> like, couldn't they just say, like, ooh, sorry, guys, we just used them. Come back in a year. I want to say Krillin t- said something very similar to that. <laughs> Everybody just ignored him, yeah, myself he, included. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he mentioned, like, well, they were just, like, we just use them. They're, they're, they're dormant right now. You can't even use them anyway. And Vegeta's like, shut up, tell me where they are. Shut up, bald kid. I'm gonna blow you up. <laughs> You're like a very pink Cyberman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that that's, a, that's a scene that I wish we had, is Vegeta just shockingly looked, looking at Krill and saying, they have their own Cybermen on this <laughs> <laughs> They're all pink and fleshy and gross. No noses. Disgusting. Well, that's gonna do it for another episode of Destructo Discourse. Thank you all for joining me again. Melissa, where can we find you around the internet? I'm Should you hope to be found? <laughs> I will be hiding in plain sight <laughs> as uh, Christaya, K-R-I-S-T-A-I-A, in various places. Uh, Gordy, how about yourself? You can you can find me on Twitter uh, at Gordon Murphy D-E-V, and then we can find uh, you and I on our other podcast, What the Folklore. Every Tuesday and Sunday. Every Tuesday and Sunday. Search for it in the thing, wherever you're listening to this. It's probably there. Uh, Matt, how about you? Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at Monumentous Matt. And Jason, yourself. Sure. You can reach me on both the Twitter and the Tumblr at JCAVS. That's J-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. As for this show, you can find us at DestructoDiscourse at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Destructo underscore Disc, D-I-S-C. And we also have a new YouTube channel where I'm going to be putting up the episodes if that is a preferred method to listen. That is also just Destructo Discourse. And you can send in any comments, critiques, anything that you care to share with the show, we will read it and take it to heart. Call in. Be cool about it, but do it. (laughs) Be cool. No bummers. (laughs) (laughs) This is a bummer-free zone. The tried and true rule. Also, I would ask that you uh, review our show on iTunes. And as always, I would like four-star reviews. It's the four-star ball. Give us the Gohan. Give us the Gohan. We want the Gohan. (laughs) Thank you all for listening to Destructo Discourse. We will be back next week. uh, As until then, we'll see you later. That's a shitty outro. I'm going to do that again. (laughs) One more again. (laughs) Until the next time later. 
Right. <laughs> Until the next time later. Bye bye. <laughs> 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 Thank you all for listening. This has been Destructo Discourse. Don't you be afraid, go fly away. Chala, and chala. No time to hesitate, don't wanna search the earth. But then it was a magic surprise. Oh, chala, and chala. Be cool, don't be afraid, you got the power to get you through the night. Oh, chala, and chala.